James, yesterday you asked me, we haven't seen each other in a while. I've, I've been traveling. And I really missed you. I missed you too. I did. I, I, I was cut, looking, You got to visit my new place. I have a brand new place now. Uh, does it have a, uh, a good backgammon area? Uh, yeah. So you don't have a backgammon set. You'll have to bring the backgammon oh, set. I'll, bring, I'll, which, I'll buy you one. That'll be your housewarming. I, remember, I just ruined the surprise rem- though. Remember, I bought you a backgammon set that I you do. kept for... Fifteen years. Yeah, but we don't own it anymore. We don't own it anymore. You, you, I don't know. You got to actually kind of not, you got to set not as good as the one we initially had, I want to add. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought it was a little better. Well, okay. Really? You like the new one worse. Less. It's a little smaller. Oh, really? Yeah. Because we gave that one to a waitress. But now in my new office, you haven't been, it's the same office, but I moved rooms. I have been. Oh, okay. We've played backgammon there. Oh, so (laughs) here's the best part. One of my new uh, co-workers plays backgammon and she and i played together the first time the other day whoa and it's really fun to have someone in the office every day oh my god no wonder we're not gonna play as much you're gonna <laughs> you're getting your backgammon fix without me i did get a little bit of a fix and, and she was good she but she'd never played with the cube oh well, which to me is like what's the point real. of backgammon yeah. if you don't play with the cube so we i taught her the cube and and it, and it worked out anyway here i do have a so it's been a while since we've seen each other i was in europe mostly france mostly with my son to see a whole lot of football or soccer. It was the European Championships. It's like the World Cup for European national teams, and it was an amazing experience on many levels. And, um, you know, trying and difficult in some ways, you know, when you're the only parent with a teenage kid. I mean, he's great. He's, he's actually super easy and fun. But it's a long time to be away from home, away from the rest of your family. And uh, it was an amazing trip, but I was also, we were both really happy to be back. But here's the question I wanted to ask you based on that experience. So we, we, we were in Paris most of the time, but then we traveled around based on where the other games were being played. So we went to Lille um, in the north of France a couple times, went to Bordeaux. We also visited Rome. Um, Did you take trains everywhere? Uh, we flew to Rome from Bordeaux, then back to Paris from there, but otherwise we were taking trains. And uh, both my son and I like to call it the trip of a lifetime, but we feel that if we call it that, then it implies that there won't be other trips like That's this. That's sad, yeah. I could talk about it forever, which I won't, but it, it was a really wonderful and moving um, trip to be with, you know, one kid like that and those intense experiences. But the biggest thing, kind of from a selfish perspective, is this, you know, when you're traveling, especially somewhere that's very different from where you're used to, and, you know, France is not that unlike the U.S., but it, in some ways it is. And I'm someone who never, I, I didn't leave this country, well, I'd been to Canada when I was a teenager, but I didn't leave this country other than Canada until I was like 31 or 32. So I know a lot of people these days uh, start traveling younger. Many, 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 of course, don't. But um, I love traveling for a lot of reasons, even though it's sometimes you are a little homesick and there are difficulties and challenges and so on. I just love what it does to your brain. It puts your brain, both the intellectual part and the emotional part, in a new environment, out of your comfort zone. And you just, I feel like you just see things differently. You think about things differently and you feel like it's a little bit like a rebirth. And what I, I almost re- feel like it's a hallucinogenic experience a little bit. Like suddenly you're in a place that looks almost exactly like where you came from, <laughs> but everyone's speaking gibberish. <laughs> All the signs are in gibberish. Somehow things are just a little bit off and you can't, and you're wandering around <laughs> and you can't quite figure out like what, what happened to the world. So, uh, not that I have many hallucinogenic experiences in my <laughs> life, but that's what it seems like to me. I can see that. 
So here's my question for you. I've been back in the country a few days now, fully acclimated. It's not like it takes long to acclimate to getting home when you've only been gone a couple weeks, if it were years, maybe. But the thing that I really want to know is this. How can I bring with me, not just after traveling in the immediate aftermath, but like every day, every moment, how can I bring with me that spirit of the traveler or the tourist? How can I teach myself or find ways to constantly have my mind cognitively and emotionally be willing to engage with things anew, to see things anew and so on? Well, I do an exercise myself every day or almost every day, every day that I remember. When I wake up, and maybe I've talked about this on this podcast before. I don't remember. But when I wake up, I pretend, I physically or mentally pretend that I'm an alien who beamed down (laughs) into this body and I have to immediately figure out who is this body, where am I, and the whole purpose, my mission, it's almost like this quantum leap kind of mission. The mission of this alien is to just explore this new world that I'm in. Wow. And I try to do that and I try to remember that throughout the day. And I know that sounds corny, but it actually is fun. It makes it it a little bit more fun in the morning or at least until I, I forget that I'm doing that. And when you say explore this new alien territory, do you do that mostly kind of in your head by yourself, or do you carry that forward in the day? Someone's, I carry that forward into the day. Uh-huh. So when someone waves to you on the street, do you kind of say, what's that motion about? What's Sometimes, or, or like the other day, I was I did something exploring. I was walking around Avenue D and 4th Street, so kind of like what used to be a bad area is now an okay area, and there was just randomly a garden so I decided um, an explorer. I walked into this garden. It was private property, and there were a bunch of people standing around, and they all were like looking at me, and they said hello. And I said, "Is this what is this?" And they described this whole story. Well, this used to be a bad building, drug dealers, everything was hanging out here. A dead, the dead body of a woman was found, so they tore down the building. And in its space, all these people started gardening. And then each person showed me their own space of the garden where zucchinis, cucumbers, red beans, white beans, all these flowers were being grown. And I just walked around in this garden talking to all these people. And that was it. That was my adventure. So I give myself permission to explore whatever I'm curious about because what's the downside? Someone's going to say no. And the upside is I'm going to learn something new and experience a little bit more of the beauty of this planet we we live on the, even this city everybody you think you know new york you lived in new york for 30 years you you but you don't really know it you don't really know what's what's half a block away from you and the people that are there and and all the stories that they have you know i forget who said this but the world is not made of atoms it's made of stories and we're really just jumping from story to story and to experience more of them is a, a way to explore life this is just two days ago this experience happened so it's not like it's a special experience mm-hmm. like i try to do this every day We'll dig even deeper into this question of the day right after this. If you've ever listened to this show before, chances are you've heard us discuss college. One thing that James and I agree on is that it costs a lot of money. And if you have stellar test scores, your potential for receiving scholarship money is greatly improved. Enter Magoosh. Magoosh provides online test prep for a wide array of tests, including the SAT, the ACT, GRE, GMAT, LSAT, TOEFL, and Praxis. Now, 
You may be thinking that it's hard to find the time and the money to prepare for standardized tests. Magoosh offers a better solution, affordable and effective test prep that is 100% online. You can log in anywhere, anytime on your computer, tablet, or phone to study when you want, where you want. If you get stuck on a problem or concept, Magoosh offers friendly email help from their team of expert tutors. Magoosh's complete test prep starts at under $100. It will be even lower after you hear our special discount. To top it all off, Magoosh guarantees you will improve your score or they'll give you your money back. Join the 1.5 million students who have chosen Magoosh. Go to magoosh.com. That's M-A-G-O-O-S-H.com right now. Get 20% off with code QUESTION at checkout. Thanks, Magoosh, for your support. Prep smart. Go far. Enjoy the ride. How can you bring that same spirit of newness or inquiry or whatnot to people that you know very well and interact with all the time? I'm always curious. Like when That's why when we get together, we ask each other questions mm-hmm. most of the time. Most of the time when you and I get together, if you think about it, we're playing backgammon. Like that's usually the kind of superficial reason why we're getting together or we're doing this podcast. But most of the time we're asking each other questions and exchanging stories. Even if we haven't seen each other in a week or two, you and I have usually experienced stories that we want to share back and forth. So that's like everybody. Get the stories from people. Listen, you know, people, there's another saying, God gave us two ears and only one mouth. So listen twice as much as you talk. So just when you're with a friend, ask for stories, listen to them. And then if he says something that makes you feel a little like, oh, he left something out, ask about that. So that all sounds good and doable, and I will try to do it. But also, there's something about... You know, we talked in an earlier episode about what is it about being in the window seat of a plane or a train that kind of transports you. And this is in some ways a parallel conversation to that. But to me, the immersion of being in a different place is much deeper for a lot of reasons. People, you know, you're trying, you're constantly like you could do something as simple as be sitting in a restaurant or on a park bench and notice the way that someone does something very small, some mannerism, the way they turn up the the cuff on their jacket the way they hold their cigarette, the way they talk to people around them. They may look at them more intently than you're used to seeing or less intently. And you notice all these things because you're out of your comfort zone. You're out of your kind of framework. And I just find it... And look, maybe it's a terrible idea, what I'm proposing, that you approach your native environment with that much wonder because you'd be exhausted, you know? Maybe, or maybe not. Maybe you'd be exhilarated. Mm -hmm. You don't have to fly across the continents to get that feeling of immersion. I'll tell you a story that happened to me four days ago, not two days ago. I went up, it was the middle of the night, I went up to this huge guy who's clearly either been in jail weightlifting or just spent half his life weightlifting. It's the middle of the night, so it's dark wait, outside. Wait, 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 back up. He'd clearly been in jail weightlifting? Well, he, he okay. was so built up that... That you can't do it outside of jail, you're saying? Yeah, people in jail, you know, weightlift a lot. I don't know. But you're saying that there's no way to get that buff outside of jail? That's no, your... unless you just do it 10 hours a day. Okay. So oh, I see. It's a time thing. He's huge. Gotcha, gotcha. So I went up to him, and I said, I'm going to kick your ass. And this is like midnight. <laughs> and... And, of course, he started laughing because I was like... Although you are newly fit and trim, we have to say. But I was like a foot smaller than him, yeah, yeah. and his his arm was like bigger than... His 
fist was like bigger, twice as big as my face. And uh, he started laughing. And so I was able to ask. So I got out of my comfort zone. Now I'm immersed into a new experience that I had never been in before. So I asked him, how did he get to be so big, you know, and uh, like what, what kind of training did he do? And, uh, you know, that was suddenly a new immersive experience. You don't have to fly other continents. You just have to every, you can't find out who you are inside of your comfort zone. You have to take chances to really find out who you are. And so that's what I try to do every day. And it works for me. It doesn't have to work for everybody, but that's what I like to do just for fun. Let's say someone listening to this hears you and thinks that James Altucher, he's really entertaining and totally nuts. And there's no way I would ever do what he does. I'm not going to walk into a stranger's garden. I'm not going to walk up to some big guy and say, hey, I'm going to kick your ass. But but there's tiny ways to do yeah, it yeah. too. So, tiny. So I want to hear the tiny and I also want to hear like the internal ways that, that don't necessarily involve interacting with other people even. Okay. So the other day I... There's there's this area. You've been very busy, I have to say, in my absence. <laughs> well, well, the other day I went to these um, baths. Like in Tribeca, there's this underground place where there's all these baths, uh, like super cold, like 50 degrees, and then super hot, like 110 degrees, 120 degrees. And just going that going in that 50 degree bath, that is out of your comfort zone. And by the way, it's super healthy to do. So. Uh, uh, you know, that's another way to go out of your comfort zone without having to... And what did that to... do to your mind, your thoughts, your patterns, your well, habits? the very first time I tried to go in there, there was no way I was going to go in there. And then gradually, I just jumped in mm. and I sat in there and that was totally mm. out of my comfort zone. I thought I was going to die in there, but uh, I did it and it was out of my comfort zone. See, I think partly the reason I'm asking is because you and I have talked about The Power of Habit, the book by Charles Duhigg. Did yes. you read that one or just his new one? No, I read that yeah. one. Charles has been on my podcast. So, so... What I, Chucky, I, I call him. <laughs> so what I really like about that notion is it helps you acknowledge the fact that a lot of the things that we do uh, in the, you know, sometimes maybe daily, sometimes maybe 20 times a day, that we think our choices and that we think our rational choices are actually just, you know, we've adopted a habit and it's kind of hard to break it. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. You got good habits, for abso- instance. Absolutely. And also, if you had to make every decision from scratch, it would take forever. But I think that what I'm getting at with this question about travel and how you can be a kind of a traveler in your hometown or in your own house or whatever is like even when I make a small change, like um, if I rent a new office, right, and I move my office and I have some chair in a corner that I didn't used to have, I'll find myself for the first few weeks spending so much time in that chair reading books that I wouldn't have read otherwise, right? It's just the change of habit, yeah. the change of place. But but eventually, I always revert to the old habits, which is uh, I'm not going to sit in the chair over there for three hours and read because that feels not as productive as I want to be. So instead, I'm going to be at my desk doing the things that feel more productive, which ironically are maybe a little bit less productive because you have the computer shouting at you to do things. So let me give you a way of looking at that, if you don't mind. Please. I'm interrupting. I'm sorry. No, I, I, I come to you for sage advice. You know, there's that expression. I think we've even talked about this before. Pick the 25 things you love the most. I'm already tired. 25. <laughs> that's, can we make it okay, three? Okay. No, but that's just it. Oh. Pick, Take the three to five most important ones. Separate them out from the other 20. Never, ever again look at those other 20. So, for instance, you like to write and produce podcasts. Those are in your love it. five, for instance. The other 20, you could never look at them again. So now you get to experience other things, but eventually you go back to your five things that are the most important But to that you. sounds boring. That sounds like, well, I don't no, want to do you, the same five things for the rest of my no, life. That's no, the point. No, but that's the whole thing is that you're not going to do them 24 hours a day. Instead, the other times, 
do things to take yourself out of your comfort zone. Don't stay in the same habits if they're not the things that you enjoy the most. Start experimenting with other things. So here's an excellent example. For me, for instance, I used to, rather than rent an apartment, I would stay in Airbnbs around the city, like a different neighborhood every month or so. And that was a big pleasure to me. So I get out of my comfort zone, but I'll still write, for instance, in each place. I'll still do the thing I love doing, but I'm having a completely different experience doing it. And uh, what you could do, even on a daily basis, try walking around a neighborhood at 10 a.m. that you never walked around before. What are people doing in this neighborhood at 10 a.m.? Why aren't they at work? Like, there's all these things to learn right in your own town and neighborhood that you've probably never done before. What's it like to walk around where you live at like three in the morning? You know, it's probably an unusual experience right in your own block. You know, James, I find your comments so compelling that I feel we should share them. Do you, are you thinking what I'm thinking about who we should share them with? Your comments about um, President Obama? Yeah. What's that number again? 202 456 1414. There we go. Because I think. Um, what if he just picks up? Then I think that it's a very good day for for us and for him. He, you know, he's not even allowed like to to just walk around his neighborhood. Like the Secret Service won't let him walk outside. Have you seen Obama on um, comedians and cars getting coffee? I have not. Oh my god, it's actually the best episode. Oh, oh hello, uh, James Altucher for President Obama. President is not available. Um, can we leave a message? I'll ring the comments line. The president is not available. What else is he doing during the day? If you're calling about White House tour information, press 1. If you're calling about presidential greetings... Can't wait until tomorrow for more QOD? Hear a clip from our next show right after this. Thanks to Magoosh for sponsoring today's episode. Magoosh's online test prep is the easiest way to prep for the GRE, GMAT, LSAT, SAT, ACT, TOEFL or Praxis. Magoosh offers top quality lesson videos and practice sessions at an affordable price. So go to magoosh.com. That's M-A-G-O-O-S-H.com. Go there right now to get 20% off with the code word QUESTION at checkout. Next time on Question of the Day. What have you retained from college? Give me like a bunch of facts that you have retained from college. One thing from the ages of 18 to 22. I don't and think Nathan, I, can, I want um... you to keep this pause in there. The fact that he's having difficulty <laughs> answering this question is, is I'm relevant trying. information. <laughs>